slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So hard to believe we're at Thursday already this week, absolutely flying by. And I think part of the reason is we now have, you know, the Islanders formally on the ice. Ilya Sorokin is signed. All kinds of things happening as we get closer and closer to the resumption of play in the National Hockey League. And I'm excited. The closer we get... Uh, the more there is to talk about, the more there is to think about, and uh, hockey in, in July and August, who thunk it, right? But uh, certainly, it, it's great, and when we were deprived for the second half of March, and April, and May, and June, and, you know, when there usually is hockey, it's great to have it back. I, I guess the way to put it is, uh, but... Uh, we have got a lot to talk about on today's show. Uh, we've got a new addition to the Islanders family, and no, I'm not talking about Ilya Sorokin in this particular instance. We have uh, the television schedule for the Islanders playoffs, and that's some good news, I think, for Islanders fans. We'll have a little bit more analysis on the Islanders-Panthers playoff series, some of the things that Barry Trotz has to think about before it gets underway, and of course the latest on the Nassau Coliseum and the situation there. We have our Islanders birthday of the day as well, and uh, it's a, a goaltender today, so we'll talk about that. If you have a question, a comment, something that's on your mind, feel free to contact us by email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and we're always happy to talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Leave us your name, where you're from. We'll mention you on the air when we answer your question or talk about your topic. Also, uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles is the Twitter handle, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, the Twitter handle at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. And we'll keep you up to date with the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings uh, as they take place. So, all right, let's get to business first. The good news, uh, Matt Martin and uh, Sidney Martin, uh, Sidney Esiason Martin, uh, welcoming a new child, Windsor Grace Martin. And uh, look, that is why... uh, Matt Martin was not on the uh, practice, uh, you know, not on the ice for practice the last couple of days. Uh, And look, let's cut through it all. First of all, congratulations. Second of all, it certainly cannot be easy uh, to be in a hospital and give birth to a child during this pandemic. So uh, obviously a few more challenges. And uh, 
you know, adorable pictures up on uh, up on Twitter and Instagram if you want to check those out. The uh, the Martins and of course to Boomer Esiason, who is the grandfather of this child. So uh, all of that is uh, very very good news and congratulations to uh, Matt. Meanwhile, it has been announced that MSG Plus will be broadcasting the Islanders' exhibition game against the Rangers on July 29th. That is an 8 o'clock face-off, 7.30 pregame. And then it will be broadcasting all of the games in the play-in series between the Islanders and the Florida Panthers. And look... Look, I like NBCSN's coverage and NBC's coverage. They generally do an excellent job of covering the National Hockey League. But uh, for Islander fans, and look, they have a great, great broadcasting team. And to be able to hear the hometown hometown announcers call the game is... Definitely preferable, especially, I think, after you have that long, uh, that long break where there's no hockey and things are starting to come back and you really, really, really want to make sure that, you know, you, you get the first game back, having your hometown announcers is preferable. Uh, to having the national uh, announcers who, who just, you know, don't share your perspective as a fan of your team. So happy to hear about that. Looking forward to those broadcasts. And uh, look, it, 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 it's again, we're talking about two weeks from now for that, uh, less than two weeks right now for that uh, first uh preseason game and then you, you you've got the uh you know you, you got the playoffs starting very soon after that by the way uh no news as of yet as to when Ilya Sorokin will be joining the New York Islanders uh Barry Trotz in a, a conference call today indicated he didn't know when he was going to have Sorokin available for practice but he would welcome him when he saw the whites of his eyes, I believe, was the uh, was the quote from the coach. And by the way, Matt Martin returning to practice on Wednesday after uh, the birth of his daughter. So that was good to have Matty Ice back on the ice for practice. Uh, Barry Trotz still not sure whether or not he's going to wear a mask behind the bench once the uh, games get underway in a couple of weeks. And, you know, look, it, that's a personal decision. I would think he would want to wear a mask uh, to be safe, but you got to be heard, you have to be seen. So, uh, look, Trotz is 58 years old as of uh, Wednesday, and... Trotz has thought about it, but has not reached a final decision. Uh, I would hope he would choose to wear the mask, but that is, again, up to him. You you want to be safe, but obviously, you know, his players need to hear him. They need to be able to see the expression on his face at times. Uh, but under these unusual circumstances, sometimes 
you have to make adjustments and we'll keep you posted as to what Barry Trotz decides to do. And if you want to keep your car running right, you've got to check out rockauto.com. You know, I'm always uncomfortable myself when I have to go to the auto parts store. I'm not an expert in that area. They ask me all kinds of questions. The counterman orders the parts in his computer, but he only chooses the parts that his warehouse happens to carry. If you go to rockauto.com, not only will you see all the parts that are available for your make and model of car or truck, but their prices are the same for everybody and they're reliably low. RockAuto.com is a family business. They've been serving RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts. You can choose from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it right to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. By the way, congratulations also uh, in order for Tom Cunackle. He has uh, gotten engaged earlier this week. So that is uh, very good news. And and look, let's talk a little bit about some of the on-ice activities. Adam Pellick, apparently, uh, according to every report that I have seen and read, doing an outstanding job on the ice uh, and just looking sharp, making his teammates uh, look ordinary is the quote that we have seen and heard. So uh, good encouraging news there for Islander fans uh just that Adam Pellick back and looking really good in practice and uh you know we need a healthy uh and effective Adam Pellick in order to uh to get things uh moving in the playoffs and make that long playoff run all right time for our Islanders birthday of the day And there are no Islander players who were born on July 16th. Two big players who were born on the 17th will do one today and one tomorrow. So one day early, let's wish a happy 51st birthday to former Islanders goalie Tommy Soderstrom. Soderstrom, a native of Stockholm, drafted in the 11th round by the Philadelphia Flyers back in 1990 and ended up joining the Islanders after uh, a couple of seasons with Philadelphia. And, you know, Soderstrom had some good years uh, with the Islanders and was a big part of their team, unfortunately, during a not-so-productive patch of years Soderstrom was in goal during the infamous uh, Fisherman jersey year and, you know, struggled playing in front of some teams. You know, I look at the statistics and all of the uh, numbers that Soderstrom put up and you go back at these game logs and, you know, you see from 94-95, 95-96, played one game with the Isles in 96-97, but... Uh, 
for those, you know, three seasons that he was there, you look at the numbers and it's like 38 shots against, 42 shots against, 45 shots against. He was facing a lot of rubber. The Islanders weren't a great team. His best season with the Islanders, uh, 1995-96, he played in 51 games that year. The goals against average, 3.87, a better set of numbers, at least in the 26 games he played in 1994-95, a 3-1-1 goals against average, an 8-12-3 record, and a 9-0-2 save percentage. Let's go back and look at one of Soderstrom's better performances with the Islanders. So we're going to take you all the way back to December 2nd, 1995 at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum, New York Islanders taking on the New Jersey Devils and uh, Martin Brodeur in net for New Jersey, Tommy Soderstrom, obviously uh, in between the pipes for the uh, New York Islanders. Islanders getting on the board first in what was a remarkably penalty-free first period. Uh, Pat Flatley getting the goal, his first of the year, at 2.49. Derek King and Marty McGinnis with the helpers. Islanders off to a good start and an early one to nothing lead. Islanders add to that advantage. Uh... A little less than three minutes later, Ziggy Palfi gets his seventh of the season from Andre Vasiliev and Alexander Simak at 5.30. And then the Islanders extend their lead three and a half minutes later. It is Bob Sweeney getting his fourth goal of the year. Brent, Brent Severin and Todd Bertu, that goal after 20 minutes, it's a 3 to nothing Islanders advantage. In the second period, the Devils get on the board. Todd Bertuzzi off for obstruction interference at 4.05. And 45 seconds later, the Devils score. Randy McKay, his fifth. John McClain and Neil Broughton with the assists. And it's a now a two-goal Islanders lead at Three to one, but midway through the second period, Stefan Riche uh, and Chris Luongo of the Islanders get into a roughing situation. Luongo of the Islanders two for roughing, but Stefan Riche four for roughing and a 10-minute misconduct. Islanders get the power play, and Todd Bertuzzi cashes in his sixth from Bob Beers. Uh, getting one assist and uh, the other assist to Matthew Schneider, the talented Islanders defenseman. Third period, you had uh, a little battle there. Ken Danico and Dan Plant of the Islanders going at it. Danico gets two for instigating, five for fighting, and a game misconduct, while Plant got five for fighting. At the end of the day, no goals in that third period. And the Islanders skate Devils. And look, anytime you beat a division rival, that is always a little bit sweeter. Uh, multiple point games for the Islanders. We'll start with Todd Bertuzzi. He had a goal and an assist for two points in this one. And uh, 
always a, a plus when you have that going on. Bertuzzi was the only multiple point Islander in this game. As far as plus minus was concerned, Darius Kasparitis and Chris Luongo were each a plus two. Shots on goal, Ziggy Palfi leading the way with five. Brian McCabe right behind him with four for Tommy Soderstrom. 20 saves to earn the victory in one of those rare instances where the Islanders did not give up a lot of shots in front of him. Meanwhile, Martin Brodeur, the uh, future Hall of Famer, he started the game, uh, gave up three goals on just 11 shots before giving way to Corey Schwab, who finished up the game. But uh, but uh, Brodeur did take the loss. So, one day early, happy 51st birthday to former Islanders goalie, Tommy Soderstrom, after leaving the Islanders, he headed back to the Swedish Elite League for three more seasons before retiring after the 1999-2000 year. Hard to believe it, but Tommy Soderstrom tomorrow will be 51 years old. By the way, check out the uh, Islanders' official website. Nice interview posted up there. Uh, from yesterday with Anders Lee uh, doing an interview for NHL Network. They also mention, of course, that uh, Sorokin could join the Islanders for Phase 3, but his arrival is still awaited. Now, one other question that certainly the Islanders need to answer uh, to me heading into this playoff round, and that is, what do you do? if you're the Islanders, uh, about Derek Brassard. And, you know, Brassard could play wing on the second line like he did during the Islanders' 17-game point streak back in October and November. He really doesn't have a spot at center anymore, given the addition of Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Uh, really, uh is not going to be a good fit for him, barring an injury. You could bench him altogether, but he did have some good chemistry on that second line in the playoffs. But I don't know whether or not there is a spot for Derek Brassard on this roster for these playoffs. I think, you know, to me, Brassard might be a really good candidate uh, for a player who would be sitting out in the playoffs, and you can put in uh, a Kiefer Bellows or an Oliver Wallstrom into the lineup in place of Brassard. They are natural wingers, and they would be able to, I think, add a little bit more uh, dangerous offensive weapons to the lineup, but the question is, are they ready? And I don't know if I have an answer for that. That That is why Barry Trotz gets the big bucks, you know? His, his birthday was yesterday. He's got to earn that money. And deciding who the best fit is, whether you want to go with a, a veteran with playoff experience, who, you know what Derek Broussard is. You know what he can contribute. You know the chemistry he has with his teammates. Everybody is familiar with him. Um... Yeah, he could get on a hot streak like he did during that, you know, early part of the season. But 
you know what he is. You're not going to get more than that, and you're probably going to get less, because let's face it, other than that early streak he went on, which coincided with the Islanders' 17-game point streak, you didn't get a lot of offensive production out of Derek Broussard. And he showed a lot of unselfishness and a lot of class by moving from third-line center to wing when injuries hit the team early on. That was a positive. It was a good thing. It was appreciated, and he played well. But after that little, you know, 10 or so games that he really was contributing on a regular basis to the score sheet, you didn't get a lot of steady production from Derek Broussard. So how he plays in training camp, how Oliver Wallstrom and Kiefer Bellows and a few other players like Tom Cunackle, uh, Ross Johnston, there's a, there's a bunch of guys who are really going to be fighting for some of those final spots in the lineup, and the rest of the guys are going to be, you know, black aces sitting in the press box watching games. And you're going to have, by the way, because of the extended taxi squads and rosters and everything else, you're going to have more black aces for these playoffs or play-ins or whatever you want to call them than you do under normal circumstances. And, you know, usually in the playoffs, you call up a few extra guys. The AHL season ends sooner. And, you know, Bridgeport wasn't going to be in the playoffs anyway. So you call up a few guys from the minors. They practice with the team during the playoffs. They're ready if needed. And every once in a while, you get a guy who spent most of the season in the AHL, comes out there and makes, a, you know, scores a big goal or has a, a very important contribution in the playoffs Sometimes they stick with the team after that. Sometimes, you know, they, they, they're done. That's their moment of NHL fame, so to speak. But the Islanders have to make that determination. Who is going to play? And obviously, injuries and the pandemic, you know, the coronavirus itself, will also play a role in figuring out who's available, who's healthy, who's playing well, and how Barry Trotz is going to stack up that lineup. Keep in mind, there's a sort of a contradiction here that the Islanders and Barry Trotz need to figure out. And that contradiction is this. On the one hand, the one thing the Islanders always struggle to do and have struggled all year is score goals, both at even strength and especially on the power play. So you want to add a goal scorer to the lineup to enhance the offense that has been lacking all season long. But you also are going up against a Florida Panthers team that has a number of dangerous, high-powered players that can put the puck in the net themselves, and maybe you want to go with a, an extra checking forward to try to slow down some of those uh dangerous skaters, the, the Barkovs of the world, so to speak, uh, and prevent them from getting a lot of scoring opportunities. So Barry Trotz with some tough decisions. We'll see what he ends up doing with this lineup. And I'll tell you something else. Don't be surprised if the lineup for game two is different from the lineup for game one, especially if the Islanders don't play well in game one or lose game one, because, you know, got to make adjustments and there's not a lot of time you fall behind two games in a row you got to win three straight to advance 
Not a lot of room for error. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Islanders. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NHL for a league-wide perspective on the National Hockey League. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Remember, we are one day closer to the resumption of hockey. And, of course, let's go Islanders.